Murphy's bedtime stories. Murphy's chapter chapter twenty nine. What? Do you want to say it? Alaric was the only one outside when they came into camp. Hey, the pig is back, he called. A limping sailor hobbled on a wooden stick, came to the door of the snow cabin. Flora didn't like the way he looked at her. She would be keeping far from that one. Alaric put out all three fo small frozen fish that Flora attacked. She looked up to see Sophia and Oscar watching. She felt a little ashamed, but still couldn't help licking the snow where the fish had been. It was her first meal in three days, and she felt almost as hungry as before. Lurk scratched her behind the ears. I wish I could give you more. His fingers moved under her chin. I never met an animal with better timing than when you when it comes to wait better timing than you when it comes to killing rats and not getting killed yourself. You're one smart pig. Now all we need to do is figure out how to get how you. Now we all now we all need to figure out how you and the rest of us can stay alive until they come back. Flora glanced at the sailor with the stick. Men and animals all slept in the snow shelter together now. The nights were getting colder. The snow shelter was smaller and kept the warmth better than the drafty cabin with a lifeboat as the roof. Most of the boxes were gone, along with the other dogs, so there were plenty of room. There's plenty of room. Alaric had made beds for the men by layering several blankets for padding. The captain spent all his time in his bed, for he was still weak and spoke very little. Flora decided she'd curl up against him at night to keep him warm. It was an easy job. Flora's knowledge about her role on the expedition was not the only thing that had changed during her time in the hole. She didn't feel the cold as she had before either. After those two days on her own, her body was able to handle the freezing temperatures. She could now stand being outside for several hours each day. She still kept up her trot around the camp partly out of habit and partly so she'd be fit to run if the sailors ever got close. But the biggest change in Flora was that she no longer dreamed of dog sledding. She dreamed only about food. She was always hungry. One morning, Flora heard the sound of pounding. She gently pulled herself away from the captain's side and walked to the doorway. Aluric had found a hammer, saw, and nails. He was taking loose boards from wooden crates and making them into a box. What do you think the box is for? Then he dragged the lifeboat off the top of the empty cabin and banged it on until it fell apart. Oh, banged on it until it fell apart. I don't know. He laid out two curved pieces from the front of the boat. Oh, I know what he's doing. He laid out two curved pieces from the front of the boat, parallel to each other like sled runners. I think he's making a sled. He placed straight boards across both runners, nailed them down tight, and then attached the wooden box he had made. What does he think he's doing? Sophia had stepped up beside her. It's a homemade sled, said Flora. They watched Alaric tie a rope to the front of the box. He made a loop in the free end. Then Flora heard the captain's voice calling. Alaric ducked past them into the snow shelter. In a few moments he reappeared, pulling the captain on a blanket. The captain's eyes were brighter. Flora thought he appeared to have regained some of his strength. Alaric helped him, helped him sit up with his back against the wall of the shelter, 
so he could see. But it was Oscar who took the most interest in the project. After so many days of rest, he seemed to be feeling much better. He sniffed the loop at the front of the end, uh, front of the sled, walked around the whole thing, and then stayed close to Alaric's side, even getting underfoot at times, especially when Alaric bent to pick up the loop. A spark of Flora's old feelings flickered to life. She tried not to remember. She tried not to feel. Stop it, she told herself. But her desire to run with a team, to come through when everyone was counting on her, maybe even have a crack at leading the pack, wouldn't go away. The truth was, Flora wanted to walk, no, dance, around the whole sled herself. Fiercely, she pushed away those thoughts. She crawled back into the snow shelter, into the darkest corner, and spent the rest of the day alone. But, but that night in her dream, she flew high above the earth, in the moonless sky. Behind her, like falling star, sailed a silver sled.